0: An inhospitable graveyard at half the height of Everest. A death toll so high that the government had to include the cost of coffins in their budget. A victory painstakingly achieved, territory recaptured yard by yard. That was the Kargil conflict. Having written letters to home with bleak hopes of return, and equipped with Pakistani currency and revolvers for the worst, the Indian Army and Air Force set off to recapture the 130 outposts that Pakistanis had infested. With the Army having grossly miscalculated the extent of Pakistani infiltration and the effort required to reclaim our territories, they found themselves in dire need of the Air Force's help. And the Indian Air Force stepped after bat and how. Such was their efficiency that they began conducting recon missions in less than a week and training their pilots for combat at Himalayan target elevations, something that had never been done before. Inspired and humbled by the view of rugged, steep, snowy terrain from the cockpit, they named their mission Operation Safed Sagar, meaning White Sea. But their uphill climb had only just begun. Unaccustomed to these heights and being attacked by Chinese surface-to-air missiles launched by the Pakistanis, two jets plummeted and one pilot's body was returned with clear signs of torture. Owing to their rudimentary bomb sights, inaccuracy of unguided weapons and the order by Vajpayee not to cross the LOC under any conditions, the jets barely managed to bomb enemy targets. But they managed to adapt faster than the enemy could ever have dreamt of. Besides providing unparalleled support to the troops fighting below, jets were refitted with lightning pods and laser technology and pilots were trained to attack in moonlight and stay out of the lethal zone of missiles, all within 12 days. They were now carrying out precision strike operations with not even one of the 100 Chinese missiles managing to scrape them after their initial learning curve. And this was not all that was new. For the first time, a woman flew into combat zone, Gunjan Saxena, who provided critical information, dropped supplies, and recovered the wounded while narrowly avoiding a missile aimed at her chopper. Mirad jets struck as many as 25 separate designated points towards the campaign's end, including Muntho Dhalo and the equally important point 4388 overlooking Dras. Interestingly enough, Situated right beside point 4388 was a Pakistani military base camp and when the pilot radioed in to check with his commander, he was ordered to strike point 4388 only and not the base camp. Neither him nor his commander knew that Nawaz Sharif and Pervez Musharraf were nestled in that camp at that very moment. Talk about a narrow escape. Besides offering support without which we may not have won the war, the asymmetrical use of India's air power allowed the Vajpayee government to telegraph world over that such threats would be taken seriously and the retaliation would be swift and forceful. To think that it all started with an earnest shepherd informing the army that he had spotted intruders to fatigued yet broad-chested soldiers waving our tricolor high and proud the Kargil conflict pinched both countries heavily and made its mark in history. I'm Manya and as we celebrate Kargil Vijay Diwas, stay tuned with the Economic Times to commemorate 20 years of our soldiers' bravery and sacrifice.